Bay FM 99.9, organic community radio. Harvested fresh every day. So sticking with the arty theme of the show this morning, I have the lovely Karma Barnes on the line. Uh, hello, Karma. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Wonderful to be here. Oh, Karma, you are an incredible, incredible New Zealand artist originally based here on this lovely Bundjalung country of ours. You have many creative practices. Can you tell us a little bit about, just paint a picture of, of the incredibleness of yourself, please? <laughs> Oh, okay. So I am a visual artist and art therapist. I have been working across the arts for the last 20 years and my practice involves everything from installation art, participatory art, um, engaging in community and uh, large scale works is essentially where I find myself often. Yes, and you have some incredible projects that you work on. I'm always just in awe of, of reading your emails or jumping online to your website and seeing what you're up to now. And, and luckily for me, you, you often come onto the show as well and share that with myself, but also you know with the wider community here of Bay FM. And the current exhibition that you have going on, Relative Terrains, can you give us a little bit of background just on when it was meant to launch and where and what came mm-hmm. in to change all of that? Okay, so Relative Terrains was originally kind of dreamed up in 2020. So um, it was originally slated for Lismore Regional Gallery. And it was really about initially how our internal worlds are changed and shifted by our external world and those experiences. So it was originally pitched just after the bushfires in 2019. And then the work... It's in collaboration with Rebecca Franken, who is my arts mentor from when I first started my um, undergraduate in the late 90s in Wellington, New Zealand, and then I worked with him over a 10-year period in my 20s developing my art practice. So I guess the really interesting thing about that is I work a lot uh, locally as an arts mentor with young people, and so for me, working with my own mentor some 25 years later since first knowing him has been a really um, big process in my own creative practice. But just following on from that, the exhibition first being slated for Lismore Regional Gallery, obviously in the last three years there's been so much happen in our external worlds to shift our internal terrains. Um, The work has really fed through all of those experiences the bushfires, the floods, the pandemic, everything that's happened both here in Australia and also back home in in New Zealand. And then the work has really, I guess, spoken to all of those experiences and pulled together a lot of my community recovery work that I've been doing here in the Northern Rivers to express what those experiences have been like for people and transcending them into works of beauty. Sometime last year, Grafton Regional Gallery was very graceful in picking up the exhibition as a displaced show. And so the work has really spread itself now across Lismore Regional, Grafton Regional, and really brought together a lot of um, our community here in the Northern Rivers. Yeah, I think one of the interesting parts of it for me is that, uh, you know, this exhibition is, as you say, it examines how we are formed and informed by relationships through the intersections of nature and culture, and that so much has come during the time of this exhibition, and I know that you also used some some pigments, some natural pigments, maybe from some landslides, all that sort of thing. Can you just elaborate a little bit on some of the materials that you used and where they where they've come from? 
Sure. So a lot of the artwork out of the exhibition has been produced from local pigments. For anybody who's familiar with my work, I have been working a lot with local pigments across the last 10 years here on, on Bundjalung country. And I usually work with, you know, things from the sides of road carts, disturbed sites, really places that are kind of not necessarily noted as, as places of kind of beauty, but really essentially um, there's so many beautiful colours and, and soils and pigments in those locations. And so this exhibition is really drawn upon that time here in the community. And then I've transformed a lot of those pigments into paints and then installations. And then another part of the, the exhibition is the community cartography, which has involved a pigment call-out. So people from the local area have submitted pigments either through the call-out or through workshops that have happened in, at Lismore Regional and one that's happening this weekend at Grafton Regional. And those pigments have been um, transformed into this, this beautiful colour palette of the community cartographies. And, and they really speak to, I guess, not just the geological extent of those pigments, although that's incredibly fascinating because we're looking at, you know, pigments that have eons of, of lifetimes, you know, they're metamorphic pigments that have been pre-Wollumban lava flow and then baked under the, you know, the lavas of, of Wollumban and then transformed into these, you know, magnificent colours. And then uh, at the same time, there's things like bushfire ash and charcoal and, um, landslide samples from from main arm from you know people's family homes so there's a whole lot of you know a breadth of of the northern rivers involved and in, you know so many levels of the work so you wouldn't only see these uh, pigments on a canvas for example you do a lot of work also with the in its natural form don't you tell us a little bit about some of the other projects leading up to this perhaps or even something that's coming in the future where you're using like the raw you know the raw material itself there's a work in the show that's made out of a whole series of dotodangos dotodangos is a japanese technique of taking raw materials and transforming them into these beautiful polished spheres and so there's a whole series of in this exhibition i think i actually have encountered them i think there's about 40 dotodangos in the work and I, i started creating them in 2020, um, during one of the lockdowns, I was like, I'm going to make Dorodangos. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going, to pol- you know, I'm going to polish soil into these beautiful spheres. I started that work then, and actually though that work ended up last year in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and now it's at, at the State University of New Mexico. That work has since, you know, it's, it's travelled all the way over here and then this new series of Dorodangos has, has been produced in, into the show. So I'm not sure how many I've made now, but yeah, there's something that taking about taking those raw materials and just working with something that's so, so rough and raw and being able to transform it into something that's so smooth and beautiful really, I guess, speaks to a lot of the essence of this, this exhibition. Yeah, you also like to include a lot of really large-scale installations. You like working with huge bodies of work and people as well, collaborations. Does that also reflect in, in this show, this current show? Yes, absolutely. There's some fantastic installations in the exhibition. There's a series of um, suspended pods that have sand that's falling through them. They're lapsing time. And there's a whole kind of perspex area. You can see like the um, strata view of the pigments through the perspex as the pigments are, are building up, or they're essentially they're sands, but they're building up over the duration of the exhibition. So that work is kind of, it's ongoing. And then uh, there's also a, a humongous 
installation of paintings. That's the main collaboration with Robert. It's 15 suspended large-scale paintings that are double-sided. They're suspended in a convex, concave, um, circular formation that you can walk kind of inside the paintings and also experience them from the exterior view. Tell us a little bit more about Robert Franken. Uh, you mentioned that, of course, I think he was your teacher and has become your mentor. But, yeah, what's his background? Or just, you know, not, not um, obviously his entire background, which would be <laughs> immense. But, but I guess how this body of work, like where you connected to, to decide to, to put this body of work together. So Robert is a sixth-generation Dutch painter. He's in his late 70s now, and he's been um, also an arts educator for a long period of time. I originally met him when I was somewhat 18. I, I first went to art school and then engaged with him every time I went back to art school. I'd go back to New Zealand and do another year of my BA, <laughs> I think 10 years period of travelling in between and life experiences. Robert and I decided to do this collaboration in 2020. And for me, it was a lot about moving from my more kind of impermanent large scale works back into painting because that was my original love. And so working with Robert, who was my you know first major, uh, I guess, influence, and I studied oil painting under Robert, it kind of it bridged that for me. And it also kind of, I guess, bridged my heritage as well. My great grandmother is a Dutch painter and um that's where my kind of ancestry sits um, and also the connection with pigments and the European lineage of working with pigments kind of sits there with Robert. So for me, it was a lot of homecomings in the experience of working with him. And is Robert around over here for the exhibition or is he still based in, in New Zealand? So Robert and I have managed to do three art residencies over the last three years, two in Ponaki, Wellington in New Zealand, and then um, one here at the Northern Rivers Community Gallery in um, Ballina about this time last year. So Robert was here for the month leading up to the show as we finalised the works and then um, here for part of the install. But um, he's hard to catch. He's on his way back to Holland. Uh, <laughs> It runs from the 16th of September, so it's already up and running, and it wraps up on the 12th of November. And did you say that it is still between Lismore and Grafton? It's not just solely in Grafton? Is that what you said? The work is all now in Grafton, but there was a component of the community cartography that was installed at the Lismore Pop-Up Gallery that was in late August. Um, so that's that's come from there and now that's sitting within Grafton. So that work is, has led through with some of the community and Lismore engaging and producing some of those works in the community cartography. And then the whole body of work now is um, at Grafton Regional till the 12th of November. So Great. And how is the Lismore Fine. Gallery looking? The actual gallery is still very, very much under repair, but they have a wonderful pop-up gallery right now. So there's still plenty to see out in Lismore. In fact, lots, you know, Lismore is always incredible like that. Absolutely. So this weekend you've got something happening. I know that it's already fully booked. It's an Earth Pigments and Community Cartology workshop at the gallery on mm -hmm. Saturday. What is that going to be like? As I know that there is um, potentially maybe some, some wait list opportunities, but I would say it's probably completely full but give us a taste of of what's going to happen this Saturday and perhaps maybe what might happen um, in the future. Sure so during the workshop uh, on Saturday people are bringing along uh, pigments from their local area so something that they've gathered and something that they may have some sort of personal connection to and we're going to be working with processing those pigments 
grinding them and then refining them and then mixing them with binders, producing paints, and then working with those pigments, one, to make personal cartographies, which are um, take-home components for workshop participants. And that's a really beautiful process where people share their pigment colours and their painting in, in their own books and sharing those colours with each other's books and also writing about those personal connections, whether they're emotional, they're personal, they're cultural, they're geological, what stories each person has with those pigments. And then from there, um, there's these beautiful um, sphere boards, which is a whole series of the work that's installed at, at Grafton. People will be producing um, one of those works each and then they'll be installed um, next week at, at the gallery in people, Grafton. For people that are inspired by hearing this and they, they want to go out into their garden or to their friend's property or something, where would they look for pigments? What, what kinds of things are, are usable for this kind of, you know, this kind of work? So, I mean, there's a whole range of things that you can use to make colour. Firstly, I'd kind of like to say just, you know, it's really important to respect um, place and country when we're gathering pigments and not, you know, tutuing in places which um, may be significant or important. And it's better to kind of go for places that are pre-disturbed. And I would most recommend uh, road cuts. You know, we have some beautiful road cuts uh, in the Northern Rivers and you may never look at them the same once you kind of realise that they're, they're beautiful palettes of colour that they are. What's a road cut? A road cut. So somewhere where um, we've, you know, we've put a, a road through the landscape and, you know, you've got the sides of the roads and there's, the you banks. can see the banks of the roads. And, and often because they're cut into hillsides, there's much more depth and array of colour there. So, you know, looking for either soft rocks or soft soils that have uh, nice colours, there's something that's quite good to work with as far as um, using them to produce paints with. I imagine we're going to be driving around the Shire, seeing people up on banks beside uh, roads going, oh, they must have listened to the belly show and heard karma. <laughs> <laughs> just be careful, please people. Take care, please be, uh, take care. Be careful. <laughs> oh, so karma, just give us a reminder of this beautiful exhibition. It sounds so incredible, relative to 2023. Tell us where it is again and just a little bit more about it just to wrap up this this lovely chat. Sure. So Relative Terrains is at Grafton Regional Gallery until the 12th of November. It's an immersive collaborative exhibition with large-scale installations, an intricate web of works that have been produced really for our community to take some time to reflect and kind of look at our experiences and see um, how they've shifted and changed us plenty of time to make it down to the show and for those of you who don't get down towards Grafton very often I can assure you it's a beautiful trip down there and it's yeah a wonderful community there in Grafton and quite an interesting town so lots to do along the way relative terrains open until the 12th of November. Thanks for joining us Karma. Wonderful great to talk with you thank you so much. My pleasure I look forward to seeing it have a great rest of the day and yeah just a, a big warning be careful if you're out there people digging for beautiful colour pigments as a warning from from Bay FM for the community take care. We're going mad in Mullum. Take a chill pill Bay FM 99.9 Bay FM 99.9 the alternative voice.